What's going on, everybody? Um, <clears throat> so, I wanted to do this episode because I actually was going to do a completely different episode today. Uh, and this may be just a segment of a future episode, but this is something that actually just came to me just now. I was thinking through things and uh, imagining. I was trying to imagine myself trying to see all sides of a situation. You know, how do you uh, know what is true, what is false? What is truth, what is falsehood? Assuming those things exist, things like this. Uh, and while doing this, it was a bit of a convoluted process. Uh, but while doing this, I came up with, some, I found something very interesting. I, I had an interesting insight or awakening, or whatever you want to call it, which is a very good way, I think, of approaching understanding of anything. And that is, look for the spirit of this thing. Uh, you know how they, they say the expression, the spirit of the law over the law? Something like this, right? Um, and I'll give you some examples. I like the spirit of socialism, for instance. Why, or any kind of ism, libertarianism, why are they so compelling to people? Because of the spirit of this thing. Now, they can get it stuck in the weeds and they can get stuck in all these these details, but... And, and the reason why they do that as well is because of the spirit of of truth and the kernels of truth within what they're seeing and things like this. But what started it was the spirit of the thing kind of caught their mind, caught their eye, basically. And the more that you can start to see the spirit of the thing with yourself, the more you can start to see why this is happening and then perhaps become a little bit compelled yourself. Uh, this is still a very new insight this is like literally just not even like a minute or two or three old it just came to me like five minutes ago <laughs> um so it's very much new very much in, in its infancy and it has to be practicalized and it has to be uh done in practice in some way but this is the uh, solution, I think, to a certain extent. Now, you can go too far in doing this. Like I've said in the last episode, it's about balancing these things. But oftentimes, most of us are doing the opposite anyways. We're getting too stuck in the content, the details of like, this person that said that and that isn't true, or this person said this and I disagree with what they're saying. Whatever the case might be, and that creates a lot of problems for them. That creates a lot of dogmatisms within themselves without them realizing. I've done this. I've seen other people do this. I've seen friends and family do this. I'm, I know people who literally will not talk to people who are Trump supporters, who will not talk to people who are Democrats, because they have taken this to its ultimate conclusion. 
And instead of following the spirit of the thing that they're against, instead of looking for that, they look at the weeds and they see all these problems and things like this. Because they follow the spirit of their thing, whatever that is. So what is the spirit of this thing? You know, that's a good question. That's a question we have to find and we have to answer because the more we can start to answer this, the more we can kind of come to understanding. I want to do this episode actually today because it's it's such a fresh insight. I don't want to forget. Um, so I want to think about this a little bit more and then come back to you on this one later. What does this mean exactly? The spirit versus the minutiae. Um, so, in short, it's about being able to kind of get to the heart of the matter, basically. Um, And this is going to be a bit of an abstract problem. Like, you're not going to be able to know exactly how to do this. See, this problem is that, you know, I've become very aware of this over the past couple of minutes. Um, actually, uh, one, of the, one of the problems that I've become aware of is that I've become so able to think and and it's amazing, but it also is a big problem because because nobody else can really seem to do this because everybody else is busy doing all the other things and whatnot. They don't get they don't really see the same things that I seem to see uh, because I like literally spend all day thinking and reading and thinking on what I'm reading. And contemplating what what I'm con what I'm thinking about and all this stuff I get. That's basically all I do, because it's that important to me. Uh, because there's so much involved in this whole process. You now, versus a lot of other people who don't have that kind of time. And one of the things that was talked about in this in this book that I want to review eventually. Uh, called How to Be Miserable was one of the things that makes misery stronger is a kind of busy work situation where you don't have time to think about these kinds of things. You don't have to time. You don't have time to think about the meetings that you have. Like why do why do why do I what do I want to do? Why do I want to do what I'm doing? Or why am I doing these things? You know, things like this are important. But if you're constantly doing all these things all the time, you're not really going to get any of that done. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, one of the problems that I'm, I'm really starting to become aware of is that because I've been able, I've, I literally do nothing but think and have been doing basically nothing for the past, like, three or four years, more like two or three, really, um, but thinking 
um, and thinking in very specific and directed ways that, like, I look at everybody else in the world, <laughs> um, and this is kind of rambling um, a little bit, but we'll get into the spirit of this in a minute. But anyways, I look at everybody else in the world, I'm like, what are they doing? Like, that's not really working for you, that's not helping you. And then they look at me and they go, what are you doing? You're not doing anything. It's like, but that's because I'm at a whole different level. doesn't mean I'm advanced or anything. That doesn't mean I'm a superior. I have different skills. And those different skills create different uh, levels of awareness. And one of those levels of awareness is this idea of of oblique thinking that actualized.org talked about in a, uh, a sort of episode that he did a while back. And I, I, I didn't completely understand what he was talking about and what he meant because he, he wasn't really even sure himself. But I think what I'm, what I'm starting to see is that this idea of oblique thinking is key to dealing with these problems. And basically, the best way of explaining this in my own terms is the spirit versus the minutiae. I mean, so many of us can kind of get caught in the details of of all these things. You know, like, what is the sun? When does the sun set? Why? What? You know, all these things. Some of these things aren't really as useful as other things. Um, and we can get caught up in other details about, like, smaller subsections of the thing that we're looking at, which can kind of get repetitive and, and get very... Uh, kind of pointless because it, it isn't really based on the spirit of this thing. It's not really give, giving you more of that. Um, and so... If you want to know the difference between a dogmatist... And this is something that I've, I've, actually, I've, I've, I've actually dealt with myself. Um, because... Like I said, this is one of the problems sometimes of being such a thinker that I have been guilty of doing this. Unknowingly, not knowing why this was a problem. Because it is a problem. It can be a problem. I'm not saying that all details are, are bad or a problem. Um, it's all about this term that I coined... Specific specificity. <laughs> Everybody's like, what the fuck is this term? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, if I explain to somebody all these things that I'm explaining to you, they'd be like, what the hell are you on? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because it's it's almost like... I mean, I don't really like to say this because it sounds so arrogant to say, but I'm so far, like, above... Or advanced in some ways than other people 
in these certain kinds of areas that like nobody's gonna understand what the fuck I'm ta- I'm gonna say. That's just the way that it is is going to be. Um Because like I said, I literally spend all day thinking. And I don't mean thinking as in like thinking random thoughts. I mean, I do that sometimes too. But I'm talking like directed thinking, thinking that is serving a purpose. What is what is the purpose that he's serving? Serving different purposes, but the purpose is basically to simplify it, understanding. My thinking process is helping me to understand things so that I could help you, hopefully, to understand things. But because I am so... I've basically revved this process up so much, it's honestly becoming impossible to explain things to people. Like, literally the other day, I was talking with some people, you know, I was just trying to be like a normal person, like everybody else, because I'm I'm trying to get beyond these habits of like, just like not saying things to people, because most people don't really understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And literally I was explaining, uh, and so I'll give you an example of this. Um, I was, we were in this building and it was, it was really cold for a while and uh, stuff like this. And then it wasn't as cold. And then I tried to explain that the reason why I think this is is because the doors every, kept opening and closing. Everybody was coming in and out. And so there was a, a wind tunnel effect that was making the room colder. Nobody seemed to understand this. Nobody seemed to get it. Um, because, and that's because nobody can seem to think the same way that I think. It's not an insult. It's not me saying that I'm better than you. It's just a skill that I've been able to develop because I've watched like actualized.org content and I've taken a lot of the stuff that you said to heart in a lot of ways. Not all of it, but most of it because most of it is probably more accurate than what you, where you find anywhere else. Like, it's the most accurate I've seen in most place, in most other places. Because it is, it's very uh, aware in that very same way that I'm trying to cultivate. Of course, I look to him versus myself and I'm like, why, why do I feel like I'm so far behind everybody else? Like, because he is further advanced than me in a lot of ways. Um... So I'm not saying that I'm like some superior being, I'm more advanced than everybody. Because it's not that way at all. But I've become aware, and I've been doing this thinking thing for such a long time. What I want to call directed thinking. For like three, four, five years. Really more accurately for about three years. Like, uh, when I mean accurately, I mean like, I do it properly and not like get caught up in different things. And I would still get caught up in different things, uh, like the content and the emotions and stuff. But 
it became more of a direct directed force, basically. Um, but anyways, the point of the, that is that you may not understand what the fuck I'm talking about with this whole spirit versus Malaysia thing, because it is like to, to truly understand it, honestly, there's a lot of building blocks that have to be put in place that you don't have that most people won't have because they are busy doing different things. And because they're busy doing different things, they're not thinking. You know, most of what people do is, is kind of like busy work. They're just constantly busy. They're just constantly doing things. You know, it's maybe because they have to work. Maybe it's because they have to do whatever. But then they do other things that aren't necessarily work. That actually make them less... Uh, I don't really like to use this word, but less intelligent. That doesn't mean they're stupid. That doesn't mean they're like they're, they're at dumb. What I mean literally is that they have basically weakened their thinking muscles. Um, that doesn't mean they're stupid. I'm not going to say that. That's not what that means. Um, because... What that basically means is that you you have to use these thinking muscles at least a little bit. Like it doesn't have to be extreme, like the, the extreme degree that I do it. Because like I've gone to this level where it's like I've kind of, I've gone to this understanding, especially within the last year or so, that this is like the most important thing in the world. Like most people do not do this because they get stuck in socializing. They get stuck in, like, doing all these things for people. They get stuck in, like, relationships and things like this. And these things are important. But if you do not know how to think, you can't think your way out of these relationships. You can't think your way out of these problems. Because you, and you you could if you if you knew how to do that. But it's about... Using your thinking muscles. And so with that in mind. <laughs> that was a very long introduction to this. To this episode. And I'm, I really don't want to come come off as like somebody who, who sounds like he's superior. Because that's not what I'm doing. I'm making fact. Almost like a f- observational fact based. Uh point because this is something that I've experienced myself this is not something that I'm saying because I am like never like this at all because I do have places or what you could call categories of my life where I don't do this as much as I should and I want to uh, increase those actually um you know like I'm really good at like knowing the mind but I may not be as good at, at at knowing relationships and conflicts and stuff like this. Because, you know, you have to start almost, it's almost like you have to start with yourself in some ways. But anyways, the point of that long introduction was you may not understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And that's fine. 
you're not going to understand this probably unless you have either listened to my content for a long time and listen and listen to it uh and thought about it a little bit and uh at least can somewhat kind of see what I'm doing and where I'm coming from and what I'm trying to do here um but if you haven't if this is just my your my first episode that you've listened to you may not get this point uh you may but if you do it's not you know the thing about all this is that it can go deeper uh, this is a deep topic like this is like no matter what you do it's all deeper like you can you, you can't stop going deeper there's no end to this whole process and why that's important to this t- discussion is that you can have a kind of moderately shallower understanding which can be kind of helpful in a general way or you can get a deeper understanding of this through yourself and your own observations of yourself and others and things like this and be able to practicalize it and actualize it more within yourself that's that's why the deepness part of this is important I didn't understand that for a while. It was something that took me a while to really figure out. Because some for, for a while it was just about the thinking process rather than like, uh, what am I really doing this for? <laughs> Basically. Not that I didn't do it for a purpose, but I, I wasn't completely aware what the purpose was at the time. Anyways, so the spirit versus the minutiae Getting stuck in minutiae, like I just kind of did there. But that was also serving a spirit, the spirit of the the, the argument here. Because we're talking about something that is kind of abstract. A lot of these things are very abstract when they start off. Um, which is why oftentimes you need to kind of work on these things yourself if you are interested in these things. If you're not, you know, no convincing for me is going to help you to do these things. That's just a fact. Like, and that's something that I will talk about in a future episode. Anyways, so what do I mean by this? And what are some examples that I can give of this? So, when you're looking at the mind or looking at anything, any point of view, any kind of whatever it is, what are the basic characteristics? What are the general, bigger, uh, what are the general points you know you know that expression the the spirit of the law rather than the law that's basically what we're talking about you're kind of looking at this not from all these details because you could look at the law and there's so much goddamn content and details and things involved 
that you can get lost in the minutiae, that you get lost on all these data and information. And, and I've done that myself. I know how that works, honestly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really, 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 really bad, honestly. And uh, like I said before, there's nothing wrong with details as long as those details are useful at helping you to get closer and closer to the spirit of the law or the spirit of whatever it is that you're looking at. It could be the law. It could be the left. It could be the right, political-wise, or it could be my episode, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Um, and it's about going a little bit more general, more broadly within that subject. And then once you kind of get that broader overview, you can go deeper and deeper. But you're still attempting to kind of go our overarching. It's a very um, slippery concept to kind of go into. But like socialism was, uh, or liberalism was a good example that I was thinking of. And socialism as well in different form in different ways. What is the spirit of socialism? Why is socialism so compelling to people? Uh, ultimately, it comes down to charity, um, or what you could call universal charity—a world where universal charity is a thing and can be a thing, and. Once that thing becomes compelling to a person in some way, knowingly or unknowingly, by them, they get caught, they go, go deeper and they get caught in the minutiae, they get, get caught in these details about Marxism and all this stuff. But the basic principle or spirit is, is uh, there and is often missing by these people. They don't really realize why this is so useful and so compelling. Um, of course, a lot of people on the right are going to be like, what are you talking about? No, the socialism is bad because they're lost in the details. They're lost in the minutiae of things. Um, and so it's about noticing this spirit. And then we could give examples of why this is and things like this, and we can go deeper. But we have to notice that first. Because if we don't really see that, we can get caught in the details. And if not seeing the spirit is, is, uh, isn't first with when it, when it comes to learning about anything at all, you're going to get lost in the details. You're going to get lost in different debates and arguments with yourself and others. Um, this is me speaking from experience. Uh, I've done this myself. So this is not me you know, telling you that you're like this. I've done this in the past. And maybe not even that far away from, the, uh, from now. You know, maybe it was even like a week ago or two, for instance. I'm not saying it's, it was like far, far away. Um... But I'm saying that I, I become aware of it. Like, this is why it's important to learn how to think specifically 
specific specificity is important. Um, but anyways, and so these these broader general points can be useful to kind of help you to see why this thing is actually useful. But if you go too deep beyond that and you get stuck in like the details of like, well, this particular country did it right or this particular country didn't or we need we haven't tried socialism or anything like this you know that's when you start becoming dogmatic and the more that you get caught in these kinds of details especially the uh, more minor 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 details like it becomes a dogma at that point you can almost say that the heavier you are on detail, the less of the spirit you understand. In a lot of ways. This is, like I've said, this is still a very new insight for me, and this is something I'm still kind of figuring out, but this is something that I look to my past and look to my now moments as well to kind of figure out. Because I think it's important to figure these things out. You know, I might do an episode on why it's important to be a good thinker. Because I think intelligence is over... Um, it's kind of not seen right. Like, there's this idea that intelligence is, like, all that you do, and if you don't have good intelligence, you can't be a good thinker or whatever. Um, But like I've said before, intelligence isn't really about your thinking ability, for the most part. It's more about, like, how you do what you do. Your why might be, like, being a scientist or being a philosopher but your how, your uh, your how is how you're doing this. Uh, you're memorizing things. You're logicing your way through things. Whatever it is, some of that how you can develop. Some of it is more innate, but still can be developed, in my opinion, if you do it right. But some of it maybe can't, you know, that that is possible as well, I suppose. But the how is not the important part. For the most part. I mean, it is important to a certain extent. Uh, don't get me wrong, but the... The what and the why are the more important parts. And what are you doing right now? And what exactly is the purpose of this that you're trying to achieve by doing this? That could be a question you could ask of yourself uh, when it comes to anything or others when it comes to anything. And you may have to literally ask them, like, what, what are you trying to achieve by doing this? Uh, that can kind of get you closer to the spirit. Because you're getting them in touch with their uh, deeper 
uh, sort of reasoning process. Their deeper uh, emotional process. Whatever you want to call it. Where all this un- stuff is actually unconscious, but they don't realize it's unconscious. Because they're involved in all these things. To make it more simple, like if you're thinking... Or saying all these things that are based on like drama, like, oh, he did these bad things to me. Like, it's really funny to me how many rappers and stuff are talking about all these haters they have. Like, oh, all these haters, all you haters, I don't care about you. It's like, if you don't care about them, why are you talking about them? Number one. And number two, all that talk about those haters is taking away time that you could be doing other things. That's what I'm talking about, right? Um, More important things. And that's what a dogmatist will do. They will focus on haters or hate. Or, I wouldn't say hate, but like anger. Um, You know, they'll nitpick things. They'll go into the small minutiae stuff. Rather than, be, be, rather than like, going into the greater purpose of all this, because. And so, the more that you, don't do this, the more busy work your mind can cr- start to create for you, and. Uh, the less meaning your life has. Not not inherent meaning, like not meaning that is. Uh, something that's given to you by the universe, but meaning that you're literally creating or understanding about what you're doing. But it's something you can change your mind on, something you've become aware of. Um, So, that's a question you can ask. What is the purpose of this? What is making me, or what is basically the purpose of this, right? What am I trying to get out of this, out of doing this? That's where the spirit lies. And then you can kind of go from there. And you can ask more questions and observe and ask more questions. But it's about asking questions like this. What am I trying to get out of this? Or what is the purpose of this? Trying to observe that within yourself or within whatever it is you're doing. And then asking more questions. It's going to be based on the context clues and things like this. Um, And so it's going to be very personal to you in a lot of ways. Like you're not really, like I can't really give you like a Step one, do this. Step two, do that. Step three, do this. Because that's not going to help you think. Number one. Number two, this this process is really going to work that way in the first place. Like I said, it's a very slippery process. And it won't make you more aware. Automatic processes like this will not make you aware. Now, lists can be important, like if you're cooking a recipe or if you're doing to-do list things, 
But if you're trying to figure out why you're doing these to-do lists, to-do lists aren't going to help you do that, really, for the most part. Like, you can write down certain questions, and you can write down whatever insights you get. But the bulk of, of what you're doing is observing and asking questions. Um, this is something I'm still kind of figuring out because I've gone between both of these where I like try to write it all down. It just gets distracting and you forget what you're doing. But then you can go to that other extreme where you write none of it down and you forget all of it or most of it. And then you have to go back again and go back again until eventually it can kind of start to stick in your head. Um, going back to the last episode I made, I made called balancing the, the extremes of your life or whatever I called it. Um, and so this is what we're talking about. This is becoming more of a passion than anything else because I'm starting to see why actualize that word is uh, so insistent on this kind of thing. It's very necessary in a lot of ways. Um, you know, but I'm not saying that you should do what I do and just do it all the time or whatever because that's probably not going to be practical for most people. But if you are feeling like you are numb to different things or whatever, or if you feel like life just isn't really going right in some way or whatever it is, whatever it is, it could be literally any reason at all. Maybe it would be a good idea to ask these questions. Um, but you have to remember that this may not be your skill. And there will be people who will tell you not to do this for various reasons because it's not their skill. And so that makes them think that this is not the right thing to do or that maybe it's not the right thing to do in the way that you're doing it or whatever. And maybe that's true, but maybe not, you know. It almost kind of reminds me of like the Socratic method. The Socratic method is about asking a bunch of questions and you're starting to kind of like, what you can do is you can like do this thing where you uh, can ask a bunch of questions of somebody about something and you can kind of find contradictions and things. Um, I try to do it a bit differently than the traditional method because you can get lost in detail doing that. But I think it's about fighting the spirit because, uh, like I said, most people are not doing this. That's why most people don't have much meaning in their life. Most people are working like jobs that don't really mean much to them because they don't really see the significance of what they're doing or they don't do what I'm telling you to do uh, in different ways.
But not just that. Um, and one thing I've come to see and understand by doing this, because I've done this in practical ex- uh, examples. You know, I was dealing with a judgment that somebody was going through just earlier with some things. And I was uh, kind of going through this process. And once you kind of do this, it's it might take a bit because your mind is still kind of like trying to hold on to this specific thing that is happening. Like, oh, she or he crossed a boundary or said something I don't like or whatever. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you get stuck in, like, these kinds of details um, rather than trying to figure out what the spirit of the uh, argument was or the point that the person was trying to make. The spirit of the point, at least. Of course, they may not. They probably don't even know what that is. That's the problem. Nobody knows what that is. Most people don't really know what that is because they don't look for themselves. <laughs> Why do you think we have such a shallow society, to be honest with you? Most people are content with just working nine to five jobs. Well, I wouldn't say content, but most people live with working nine to five jobs, which is fine. But then they go home and then they, uh, instead of doing something that would enliven them and passion them, they sit down and watch television, which is exactly the wrong thing to do. If you if you want to live a more meaningful life, you have to. Go against this natural instinct of like just doing what feels I wouldn't say comfortable. It's more like doing what what is easier. Because like I've said before, if you you can do something that feels comfortable for a very long time, but your mind can still become uncomfortable doing this because the mind will literally find any kind of problem and, and magnify it within itself for various reasons. Um, so basically going against your natural instinct, whatever that is, if your natural instinct is to go home and just watch television, maybe because you're tired or whatever, go against that. If your natural um, intuition is to not speak up to people because you're afraid of judgment. Go against that. A little bit. You don't have to like like shout at them or anything like that. You don't have to go to the extreme levels of all this, but you know, go against that a little bit. Just say like like if you um wanna say something to somebody, make it simple, make it Easy, or something like this, because people are not going to agree no matter what you do. Anyways, um, there is no such thing as invisible. Basically, uh, if your natural 
instinct is to uh, not think, go against that. You, your thinking mind is the most important thing you have. See, the problem with thinking is that most people don't think uh, directly. They don't think using consciousness. <coughs> they just kind of like, like if they do anything like what I'm t- telling you to do, they will they will ask those questions, but then they'll speculate and then they'll theorize and then they'll agree with those theories and that's it. That's not what I'm talking about. I've done that myself. That doesn't work. It doesn't help you. It doesn't do anything good. Go against that. Um, And there's still some natural instincts myself that I haven't gone against. So I'm not saying that I'm perfect at doing this. But it's something I want to try and do more of. And, you know, it's something that you have to be careful not to overdo because you can't overwhelm yourself doing this but you have to be willing to do at least a little bit of this because otherwise you will just sit in a bubble and uh, basically the idea of the echo chamber right you'll sit in an echo chamber and nothing changes nothing moves or at least has the appearance that you're getting. I mean, things change and they move, but they're not changing and moving as much as they could or should, or as much as maybe you would want them to. Um, now, it doesn't mean that you go out, you have to go out and like socialize with everybody or whatever. Maybe that's what you do. Maybe it's not. You know, like, for me, it's not as much. Like, I, I have done that. Like, I have been going out more with people, actually, a little bit. Um, you know, yesterday I was, I went to another uh, part of Florida with some family, and we saw this program that one of my, uh, I don't know, you know what you call it, cousins, I guess, was involved in. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but anyways. And so, yeah, like I'm doing more of that because it's going against the natural instinct of me. Like I used to not really do that, basically. Um, but it's not like large things. Like I'm not going out and to clubs or anything like this and just going wild and crazy. Because that's not wise in in a lot of ways it's not helpful for you to do this in some ways it's not helpful for me especially because it would interrupt the thinking ability that I have to a certain extent by drinking now drinking only works if you um don't strengthen your thinking muscles any kind of drug only only works because you have lived without strengthening your thinking muscles for for a very long time. You know, but, but after a while of doing this, because it's difficult to strengthen your thinking muscle, and you're going to go against it, and you're going to resist it. 
Um, but if you're passionate about doing this, if you're, it will show up eventually. And this kind of thinking process becomes better than any drug you'll ever have. It sounds sounds insane to say that, but it's true. Because you can understand things more. You can reach a sort of deeper, higher understanding of things. And you can still interact with the world at the same time. Knowingly, knowing all these things. Consciously, consciously doing the other stuff. So, um, there's a lot of stuff I want to go into with this one. And I want to do a deeper episode on this eventually because I want to help you to do this in a more explicit way. But it's something I'm still working on. It's very, um, abstract still. And that's the thing that you're going to have with all these insights. Like if you have a newer insight, they're, they're going to be very abstract. They're not really going to be very specific. Um, and they're not going to be very strong unless you write them down. You have to write them down. I wrote this one down and I saved it in my notes because you have to write some of these down, especially if they're very important like this one. Uh, some of the smaller ones I don't really write down as much. Um, but I do write the, I did write this one down because I was like, this is like the most important one that I've had in a while. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It is a very abstract episode. Have any questions? You can uh, DM me on Twitter at the specifist, one word. And I'll talk to you in the next one. So a couple of things I'm I'm going to add to this. Um, Just because there is a spirit to something that doesn't necessarily mean that the details are correct or even that the spirit is uh, always uh, going to be uh, like correct in some way. Like you can have the spirit of something be very wrong. But typically, when you get closer to the spirit of something, you get more of the uh, of the understanding of what this thing is, and that's the whole point of doing this. So you won't necessarily get like everything being correct in information, but you'll start to get closer to like a uh, a, a more s- signal based understanding that like the noise is going to be kind of uh, lessened by doing this, from what I. I've kind of become aware. Like you, you can start to see what happens more by doing this. Like you're getting a bigger picture. You can call it big, bigger picture understanding. But that term is kind of overused, I think, honestly. But it is kind of like a bigger picture understanding. And this is actually something that you, you can do when you're learning literally anything. Like, the basic rule is this. If you want to learn anything at all, you have to start by being general. You have to figure out the general thing that you're learning. 
And once you've gotten that down, you can make it a little bit less general. There's, there's still, it's still general, but it's, you can get more details, you can get more into it, you get more nuance, and you can keep doing that and doing that while, while still remembering the general outlook, the general points, and whatnot, and improving those general points over time by doing this. Um, and so your main focus will basically be the general points and the general outlook and whatnot, but you can still look at the details and stuff at the same time. Um, and if it doesn't serve your general point, you know, you know why, what's going on there? There could be contradictions. Maybe there's a contradiction in uh, different spiritual uh, essences. Things like this. Um, but basically, it's just about being general. Kind of seeing the general pattern of something. You know, like, what is... Why are you listening to this episode? What's the general reason for this? The general purpose? Once you notice that, you can go deeper on that if you want. Basically, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, to make it as simple as possible, I hope... <laughs> Because I know I can get very convoluted with this stuff. Um, the other part of this is that this this kind of stuff is going to um, get you can get to you can get to a point you may not be there yet, and you're probably not going to be there yet. Honestly, most people are are not going to be there. Where. What you have to learn how to do is actually connect all these different spirit parts together, these general parts together into different things. Once you understand the general uh, things of you know, socialism and communism and liberalism, all these things and all the details and stuff, you can see the pros and cons of each. You can see all the problems. You can basically be less attached to all these different things and eventually connect them all together at some point. But that's going to be a long way down the road. It's going to be something that will take you a while to get to. I mean, literally took me years to get to. Um, and so if you're not willing to spend years to understand more about yourself, understand more about your relationships, understand more about why you do what you do, why you get judgmental about others, or why others get ju judgmental about you, whatever it is, if that doesn't make you uh, excited to wonder this, maybe this isn't for you, you know? If you... Um, are fully satisfied with your life, you have a lot of meaning or whatever. This may not be something you're interested in. If it's not, it's not. And nothing I say is going to get you interested, honestly. Maybe a little bit, but not really to the degree um, that it would be for me, for sure. Um, but, th but that small peak of interest that you might have could be the start of something great for you, honestly. And it and it snowballs over time. Like, it starts very, very, very small. Like, you're not really going to know what the fuck 
any of this stuff is at first. Um, unless you unless you've been on this road a while, you know you you might be one of those people who have. But even then, you still may not be as deep into this stuff as you realize, because you're focusing on all these other things that may not be serving you necessarily. Uh, there's things like this going on. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Like I said, nothing I do is going to convince you otherwise. Unless it does. In which case, good for you. You know, that's what it is all about. This whole, the whole point of these episodes is to get you to think. Or yourself. If you agree with what I say... Good. Don't believe what I say, though. Don't just, like, listen and believe. And that's all you do. Like, you have to be willing to uh, see this for yourself. If you are genuinely interested in doing this. But if you're not, if you resist it, if you believe me and just do it anyways and resist your impulse... That could be good as well. You're going against your natural instinct or intuition or whatever. Um, But make sure you don't do it to such an extent to where you're literally feeling your chest tense up and stuff like this. Because that can happen where you overdo it and you can cause yourself to actually be unable to do much more of it throughout the throughout the day or whatever. Um, there's a interesting phenomenon that you can actually look up. I forget what exactly it's called, but basically what what happens is um, what most people do, and I've done this myself. It's still something I'm working on a little bit. Is they use willpower throughout the day to focus on things, become aware of things. Um, in a very strong kind of way or whatever. Uh, one of the problems in doing that, though, is that over time that actually weakens your willpower, makes your mind wander more in some ways. Um, and so in some ways, what you might want to do is you might want to consciously let your mind wander and see what happens. Um, you know, because your mind's going to wander. And uh, it's going to wander to weird, random directions where you might go, you might even cringe inside when it goes certain way, directions and you go, and you go, what the hell? That's insane. Why am I thinking this? You know, things like this. Uh. <laughs> because it's an evolutionary benefit to do this, to wander, our minds wander. You know, if you if you could just only focus without having this ability, if uh, if that was the case, you know things could sneak up on you in the wild when you're hunting something or whatever, and you would be unaware of it. And so this mind wandering ability is very useful, but it can also be a very much of a trap if you go with that natural instinct of just wandering your mind constantly. But anyways. Um, long episode, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this 
I'll talk about the next one. So this is a bit of a side note, but what I might actually start doing is doing like literal insight blogs where, because one of the things I attempt not to do because I've gotten a lot of problems, gotten into a lot of traps by doing this, and I don't want you to go fall for the same traps yourself, is I, I actually attempt to get better at verifying things before I start to just publish random insights and stuff. And so what I'm going to, what I might start doing is, is creating like an insight series or blog or something on this podcast, literally title it insight or something like this. And in the beginning, I'll just say that this is just an insight. This isn't so completely verified yet. It's not completely uh, fleshed out yet, whatever. And, uh, but this could be very useful uh, if you are interested because there are uh, insights that I could actually talk about that I don't because I don't want to uh, fool people with certain insights because some, sometimes insights can be, uh, I don't want to say wrong, but they can be misinformed because they're full of, uh, you know, because your mind is a very tricky thing. You know, it can have a lot of biases. It can have a lot of um, preconceived notions about whatever the insight is saying or whatever the insight is about. Um, and so I will be making that clear in those kinds of episodes as much as possible if I do them. I don't know if I'm going to, but I want to. I might I might do that because it is going to be more useful to do it this way. Um, this episode might be one of those, but this one's actually, actually came out really well, so I probably won't do that with this one, because it was, um, something that kind of had a lot that went into it, actually, through, through, through this process, which is why I like doing these episodes, because it helps flesh things out as well. Because I'm, you know, because when these insights come, I'm not speaking them in my head. They just kind of come like this. They're thought, they're thoughtless words. They're not words, or sorry, they're they're wordless thoughts. They're not words or images or uh, anything like this. They're deeper. They're they're something more beyond these types of things. It's called unsymbolized thinking. I've talked about it before, before, but and that's really what an insight boils down to. Um, but because that is a thing, those kinds of simplified thinking or, or thoughts can be unprocessed and unconscious uh, and uh, not quite flushed out. And so talking about these insights helps to kind of flesh them out more as well. So I might do that as an, uh, an exercise. It might just kind of be like a a free forum thing I'm going to try. We'll see how that goes. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Whatever that's going to be.